Hey, it's Caitlin. Hey, it's Abigail. Welcome Welcome to to The Gutsy Gutsy Truth. We believe that change is easier when you are not alone. Through practical advice, personal stories, and expert insights, we offer strategies, empowerment, and a supportive community for you to turn to for guidance and motivation on your journey to living your best life. Let's dive in. Welcome, everybody. We are in January of 2023. This is crazy. 2023. Goodness. It feels like the future, Um, (laughs) which it is. But we are starting, this is season two of The Gutsy Truth. Yeah. How did we get to this point? I I don't know. I don't know either. awesome. Um, We have been on this journey since August 1st of 22. um, And here we are with season two. Mm -hmm. And we're kicking it off, just Caitlin and Abigail on this one. Um, so we are super excited to be here today um, to hopefully help start the new year off with a bang mm-hmm. um, for everybody. And so today we've got um, a really cool podcast. We're excited. Basically, it is five areas that you can focus on to help transform your health for the new year. Or if you've been thinking about this or listening to our podcast now for the past few months, wanting to know more and how to start that health journey, we decided to sit down and kind of talk through some key areas that we started our focus on when mm-hmm. we started this journey, um, golly, nearly two years ago now. Yeah. Um, and so we wanted to just kind of break it down for you in really simple steps yeah. and see, um, you know, hopefully give you some tips and tricks um, to learn along the way to for you can to start your own health journey and get going. Exactly. And, you know, while it's a new year with new ideas and new goals and things like that, I think it can be so easy to get caught up in some big audacious ideas of what this new year is going to entail. And I think the key for Abigail and I is it's just baby steps. And so, um, if you're really looking to make some changes in your life, um, we're hoping that today you'll be able to walk away with some simple tips and tricks that will help you with that. Um, so you ready to dive in? Let's do this. Okay. I will want to preface real quickly that we are, we're not doctors. We're not nutritionists. We're not experts when it comes to anything like that, but we're just going to be sharing what's been really helpful for us. Mm -hmm. Um, and obviously reach out to any of the doctors and and people that you're working with, um, for further advice specifically for you. But this is just some general information that, um, again, has been really helpful for Abigail and I, and, um, yeah, let's do this. Okay. So the five areas that we're going to talk about are food, water, movement, sleep, and stress. So we're just going to go down and talk about food in general. So let's do this. Okay. My favorite topic. Food. Food. I know. We talk about it, think about it all the time. Way too much. Way too much. So a huge part for me when I was meeting with my doctors was like the because of what was going on for me was really cleaning up my diet and for my own gut health and things like that. And so they talked to me about, um, going gluten-free and dairy-free. And I think for me, um, that was like a shocker of what I was going to have to do. So from my my experience and with Abigail's experience, we kind of want to just talk about it in a different way. Yeah. Uh, in the sense of, I think, people have an idea, like we've normalized the word diet and we've normalized like there's, there's paleo and there's Atkins and and there's low fat and high fat and carnivore and vegan and whatever, all these different things. And for us, it really just boils down to eating real food. Yeah. Um, and so our tip with, when it comes to food is if it's just one thing, like adding one vegetable a day, Mm -hmm. whether that's breakfast, lunch, or dinner, like you're going to 
add some cut up carrots or some bell peppers or just throw some extra spinach on your scrambled eggs or whatever it is. Like pick one thing and just try that out for a couple of weeks and see how it goes. And then once you get that in your routine, add another one Mm -hmm. and see what happens. And I love that the, the mindset we have that I've heard from so many different people about this transition is the more that you add in real food. So the more you add in your, you know, your kale and your broccoli and your radishes and your avocados and things like that, the more you are crowding out the processed foods and the processed foods are the things that definitely, um, are the things that are causing a lot of health issues. And for, and specifically for me, what I was going through is the, you know, the more processed food and, um, whatnot was, was getting in the way of my health. Oh yeah. And so the whole food direction and that crowding out, um, mentality, I think was really important, um, as we transition to this healthier lifestyle. Yes. And to piggyback on that with, I, Let's just take 2023 and eliminate the word diet. Yeah. I think that's a great yes, goal. Yes. Um, it had such a it has such a negative connotation. Um, because you're feeling like you're punishing yourself when you go on the word when you use the word diet. Right. So call it lifestyle, call it eating plan, whatever. Just using a different word, I think, can help shift the mindset too. Mm-hmm. And so that coupled with like you said, don't, instead of thinking about, oh, I can't eat this. I have to restrict myself from that. No, to say, okay, today I'm going to add two, two more vegetables or one vegetable or one piece of fruit or whatever. And before you know it, it just becomes a habit and mm-hmm. you'll wake up six weeks to eight weeks to more later. And you're like, oh my gosh, I haven't had that candy bar or whatever I used to want. I haven't had it in a while. And I just don't, I'm not interested. Like you mm-hmm. just kind of, it just goes away after a while. Yeah. And in fact, your taste buds do change every 90 days. Like you literally grow new taste buds. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, you know, you go through phases of wanting more savory or maybe more sweet. And then you just kind of learn what fits in with that um, and and how that evolves in your diet and stuff too. And so don't, just because you might not like spinach now doesn't mean you can't try it, you know, a couple weeks from now or two months from now. And just, you know, like you said, add it just in your eggs or something or right. um, something small. And the key here is, baby steps. Um, I am also gluten-free, dairy-free, um, with my, um, some thyroid imbalances, um, and adrenal fatigue and just some other things going on and complete gut gut dysbiosis. Those were two big inflammatory markers for me. Mm -hmm. And so it was helpful. Caitlin and I were both gluten-free, dairy-free at the same time. And we still are today and just kind of evolving and figuring that out together. And so if you can find somebody that's already been down that journey Mm -hmm. of, if you need to eliminate certain kinds of foods, talk to somebody that has, because they figured it out for you, you know, in a sense, like, and we didn't really have that kind of like, we found some people on Instagram and had some different recipe ideas. But Mm -hmm. I remember like that first day where I was like, I'm doing this and I really want it to work, I was like, what am I going to eat now? Right. And then more importantly, what am I feeding my family? Yeah. <laughs> um, but it doesn't have to be that overwhelming at all. Right. Um, you know, just the smallest things and don't, and it's okay. If you find like two or three recipes, like for dinner that work for you, just make them for a while until you can feel confident in that and then move on to the next thing. Like you don't have to like make this crazy concoction, super fancy, you know, buy all these weird ingredients. No, it can be like taco salad. It's really easy. Right. Bag of salad, some ground beef, some black beans, salsa done. Like I had like anyone could throw that together in a pinch. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I really, it's the key I think we want to help with is 
thinking of it as in baby steps and thinking of it as today I'm going to work or, you know, for the next few days and the next few weeks, my goal is to make sure I eat two kinds of vegetables every day. Like right. pick something small and very attainable for you. Like if you always eat out for lunch or dinner or whatever, or you have pop tarts every morning cause it's grab and go, like you're not going to just flip the switch overnight. Right. Like it's, it's a habit building too. Um, so don't get discouraged and don't be hard on yourself. Set very realistic, attainable goals. And baby steps is great. Your body will thank you for a vegetable, even if it's just one. It's okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's well, that's all really great advice. And I think, yeah, just pick that thing, do baby steps. And whether it's making another meal at home or, um, you know, grabbing, you know, not stopping to grab a donut beforehand. And even if it's just grabbing a protein bar, like that's progress. Right. Cause I think I, what I eat now compared to what I ate when I first started, like this health journey is drastically different. And Huge. so it, it evolves over time as you get more comfortable and you get more tips and tricks about works for you. Cause I know some people look at us and they're like, Oh my gosh, you always bring your lunch to work or like you never eat out. And like that did not happen overnight. Mm. No, <laughs> it no, did no. not happen overnight. And so, and we've just created a rhythm of how we do it now. Um, but it is possible. It is. It oh is. yeah. Yeah. And like I said, the key is small, realistic baby steps. Right. Um, and yeah, then you just learn how to go from there. And don't be afraid to, if you need to do like, you know, if you need to do like a subscription food box, like HelloFresh or something of that nature. Right. Um, because sometimes that just takes the, some of the thought off of your shoulders and mm -hmm. you don't have to, you know, worry as much. And so it's like, it just shows up at your door and you cook it and you're good to go. Right. You know, so it's just a lot of little things like that. Yeah. Cool. Are we ready to move on to water? Let's do it. Water. I'm going to take a sip of water before we do that. Gotta okay. stay hydrated, right? Absolutely. So I'll kick this one off. So water, super important. Um, obviously your body's made up of like, what's the percentage? 90, 80, 90% water, like something yeah. crazy. Um, so hydration is key. Um, and so again, baby steps. If you are someone that drinks a few cups of coffee in the morning and then switches to tea or soda or something else, just replace one of those with a glass of water. Start there. Mm -hmm. So instead of three cups of coffee, maybe do two cups and one glass of water and see how you feel. Right. And try that for a week or two. And then, you know, try to, you know, uh, cut out some of that soda and just add that glass of water and think of it in a replenishing stance. Um, you know, it's not, and I know it's hard because if you, especially if you've gone from not much water to just water. Yeah. Water's plain. There's not much flavor, but you can do so much to it. Mm -hmm. You can add lemon juice or lime juice or, you know, put in some cucumbers or oranges and like do fruit infused water. Um, you could get some electrolytes, um, which are good replenishers in that way too. Um, if you still crave like that hot drink in the morning and you know, maybe it's more of the comfort of the hot drink, do hot water with lemon. Um, it's really good for your digestive and it's got some, um, electrolytes in it too. You know, so there's little things you can do. I've definitely done that. I mean, years and years ago, after I got out of college, I drank way too much sweet tea and Dr. Pepper. And so I had to realize, I was like, I need water. And, but it took me like a month of drinking water with, with fruit in it, whether that was, you know, cucumber or fruit slash vegetables, like lemon water, lime water, cucumbers or strawberries or something. Mm -hmm. it took me nearly a month of drinking water that way yeah. before I finally was like, like was okay and got used to drinking plain water. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what's really helpful with that is like literally Abigail and I don't go anywhere without our reusable water and yeah. stainless steel container. Um, that's just an easy reminder just to like, Oh, have I had enough water today? Mm -hmm. And just like that mental check-in of like how many times you refilled it. 
because if water is, if it's easy already in your routine to drink a lot of water, then, um, you know, I think next step of that would be, you know, trying to filter out your water. Um, mm-hmm. and whether that's a Brita filter or there's all sorts of fancy ones out there, um, yeah, that's always a good thing to kind of do for your, for your next step of that as well. Yeah, absolutely. And if you feel like water is not enough, if you still feel dehydrated, then that next step I think is, um, electrolytes. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can actually overhydrate in a sense to where your body's not actually like, you're not getting hydrated from water. It's right. just kind of passing through you. Mm-hmm. You're not replenishing the electrolytes that are lost through day to day through sweating, if you're exercising or whatever. Um, and so, yeah, we, um, we use element and Redmond relight a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, we like those, um, there's a bunch of them that are really good. Just look for, of course, like clean ingredient ones and without sugar. That's the key there. No sugar in your electrolytes. Yeah. I, I have been to Costco a lot recently and they had the liquid IV Mm -hmm. and the, and I'll tell you right now, the first ingredient is cane sugar. Yeah. And that if you don't look, if you don't take the time to look like there, that's mm-hmm. the last thing your body needs. Exactly. So yeah, just be careful and read those ingredients um, yeah. to see what you're putting in your water as well. Yep. Yep. Or um, if you want a more cost effective version of electrolytes, um, you can do your own. Mm-hmm. So um, lemon or lime juice, um, some coconut water in your regular water and some sea salt is like a bit, it's like a electrolyte replenisher. Right. Um, it's very tasty, very tropical-y flavor, especially if you do it with lime. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy it. I drink it occasionally too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's a lot of ways to go about that. Um, yeah. And just to elevate getting more, um, minerals and nutrients into your water, into your body. Exactly. Yeah. So next up, what we got? Movement. Yes. AKA exercise, but just like diet, we're going to eliminate the word exercise. Love that. Okay. Love that. So movement. Exactly. Um, so movement, I think, I know there, there, yeah, there's so many different stigmas when it comes to exercising and what you're supposed to do and what you're not supposed to do. And there's so many different things that are out there, whether it's, you know, CrossFit or spin or, um, yoga or, you know, my, uh, mountain biking or whatever. There's so many different types of exercise. I think the key is just finding out something that you really enjoy. Oh yeah. You don't want your movement to be something that you dread. It should mm-hmm. be something rewarding. It should be something that is, um, not necessarily relaxing, but something that's just making you like pushing you a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but you feel good after, after, afterwards. Um, yeah. And so I think you're just finding that thing that's right for you. Um, and if you are not someone that's super active right now, again, going back to the baby steps, what is something small you can do? Is it just going for a 10 minute walk after your lunch or dinner um, and doing that once or twice a week mm-hmm. and then seeing how you feel after that? I think the key with movement is, you know, taking a step back and analyzing how you feel before and after you work out. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Um, because so many of us like, yeah, it's always gonna be easier to lay on the couch and not do anything, mm-hmm. but just mentally and emotionally how you feel after, um, going on a walk or doing some stretching or whatever that might be for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think is, is really the most important part about it. Cause movement can really just make you feel so much better. Oh, a hundred percent. And I think a key to like Caitlin was saying with baby steps is not only just with the style of movement you're doing, but when you do it. So, it's just so such in society's culture, you know, wake up 4.30 a.m., get in your workout, but and then get the family ready and go to work and go to school and do all those things. Well, let me tell you, Abigail Knoll is not a morning person. This is so I true. I hate mornings. <laughs> I will never like mornings. 
And I tried for years to be that morning workout person and it failed over and over and over again. I'll guarantee you only like one to two times out of every month would I, month would I actually wake up and do the workout. Mm-hmm. And the, the worst part about it, I would wake up, but the workout would be terrible because I was still exhausted. Right. And so I actually started um, like after, after when we kind of went back into the office and stuff after COVID, I started working out at night. Like after like dinner was done, kid was in bed and I would go outside and do an outdoor workout like mm-hmm. on my porch or in my yard. And it was honestly the best for me in my, in my journey because that gave me like, that was like my de-stress time from the day and yeah. some quiet time. Now, long-term, yeah, it was not great because starting your workout at like nine o'clock at night, then it just pushes your evening some more. But that's for me to actually get in a rhythm. Um, that's what I did. Um, we now work in a great office. There's a gym there. So I go like on lunch breaks or like at the end of the day or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I know that's not for, that doesn't happen to everybody. And but I wish it were a thing. I wish there was gyms attached to every office building because I would make everybody be more active. Yeah, amen. Um, but yeah, Kate, like Caitlin said, say you just start with like a 10 minute walk around your office building. Um, you know, whether that's you climb the stairs once or twice or take a lap around the building outside or something, mm-hmm. you know, and then maybe the next step is like at home, you do like 10 squats and 10 push ups or something like right. twice a week. Like you just, the tiniest little things. Cause if you, if you bite off more than you can chew, if you go from zero exercise, sorry, movement, if you go from zero movement to saying, I'm going to go five days a week, that's not realistic. Mm-hmm. That's like me waking up in the morning. It's never going to happen. <laughs> and so you need to start with one or two days or, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I do my walk or something. Um, so realistic, like reality is key here because then you just, you get in this vicious cycle of feeling like a failure and that's not the yeah. goal at all. And you don't want, we don't want that for you by any means. Right. Um, we want you to feel like Caitlin said, movement releases endorphins. It makes you feel better. There's so many health benefits to moving your body, muscular and cardiovascular and everything in between. Right. Um, and I, I want to put this in here too, for those who say you're, you've got movement down, like say exercise is your jam and you love it. I would say take this year and maybe evaluate your exercise too, as far as, is it too much for your body? Mm-hmm. If you're a female listening to this podcast, this is the hot button of mine, and I'm going to put it in here. Yep. If you're a female listening to this podcast, you can overdo it with exercise and it wrecks your body. I've been there. You can over push, especially high intensity workouts, super high, like CrossFit or marathon running and stuff. Now, yes, if you've now there's, there's a lot of people it's totally fine for, but if you've got some other health stuff going on, you could overdo it and it actually is reversing the process of, right. of the exercise. And so check in with yourself. Mobility, I think is something that needs to, I feel like it's coming up more and more in the exercise space. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's great if you know, you can like squat 400 pounds, but if you can't like bend over and touch your toes, like you're not going to age well, yeah. <laughs> you know? So Add in more stretching and more yoga or Pilates and things of that nature and work on your mobility as well because that's going to take you so much longer than just I'm super duper strong and can pick up this heavy weight. Right. Um, so yeah, maybe the, this year might be evaluating your exercise and saying, you know what? I'm great and this is cool. I like this, but I'm going to try something different. I'm going to add in yoga once a week or I'm going to add in swimming or something of that mm-hmm. nature that's not so hardcore or vice versa. Say you only do yoga. Well, strength training is great too, but there's the fine balance that you've got to mix in the middle, you know, 
Um, and it, and it looks different for every person. Right. I mean, just Caitlin and I sitting here across the mics from each other. I mean, her version of working out is completely different from mine because of what our bodies need. Right. Um, and what we, not just our bodies, but our mental health too. Yeah. I love throwing around heavy weight. Caitlin would rather do 10 minutes of yoga and that's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with yoga. I love it too. I, I love it for the stretching and everything, but if I need some, some uh, time it's, yeah, I'm just going to go deadlift something heavy, you right, know? Right. Um, so yeah, it's, I think we're saying all this to say, be very mindful of your body right? to help it, but not to hurt it. Exactly. And I think the other thing I want to add to that too is, um, what movement can look like for you can change. Um, like I know in, um, high school or not high school in college, I did a ton of yoga. I loved it. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of what I did for exercise. Um, and then I was really into bar for many, many years. Um, loved it. Um, but I was waking up, you know, for 6am class and in this season of my life, like I was prioritizing sleep. And so yeah. just with my schedule and the life I wanted to have, and I've never been someone who's wanted to work, um, work out, 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 um, after hours of going to work and whatnot. And so, I kind of just like let bar kind of fade away and now I'm doing more yoga and walking and a little bit of strength training. And so it can change. I think again, it's just finding something that you enjoy. And then part of that too is being okay to like try something you don't know how to do. Yeah. Like every time that Abigail and I work out, like she's like, okay, we're going to do kettlebell swings and dead, dead. I don't can't even say all the things. I don't even know them. Cause I'm like, I don't know what we're doing. Like I literally Our trainer would be very proud of you. Right I now. know. I was like, <laughs> I don't know any of these words. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, but like, obviously thankfully we have someone who's there to help make sure mm-hmm. we do it correctly, but that is not my expertise at all. Right. Um, and it's not really something I crave, but I know it's good for me every mm-hmm. once in a while to do that. Um, so it's okay to be a beginner. Yeah. Um, it's okay to try something out and yeah. feel awkward yeah. or not get it right. We've and, all been there. And it's, um, and so, so often you can just like look around the com- room and compare yourself like, Oh, look at that. They can do that, that, and that. And I only can do this. Like it is not a competition. No. <laughs> it is not a competition no. and it's so easy. And I'm saying that to ourselves as much, um, mm-hmm. so as to you listening, because it can be so easy just to get caught up in, um, what everyone else in the gym is doing, yeah. um, and trying to compete with that, but yeah. really like just give yourself some grace. And just the fact that you showed up and you're trying is, is really where it's at. Oh yeah. I read on someone in some, one of the doctors we follow on Instagram, it was like, if you can, like jog for 10 minutes, like lightly jog for 10 minutes, do 10 squats, 10 push ups, and something, some other mild movement. It was like you're in the top five to 10% of Americans, like in your exercise realm, which is crazy. Yeah. And that's, that's fairly, that's very attainable items for everybody to yeah. get to. Um, and then on, on top of this, I think I want to also add when we're talking about movement, you don't always, think outside the box too. Like Caitlin mentioned, it's so many styles. So right. Of course we've had a lot of examples that are like true exercise based, you know, but dance, Mm -hmm. horseback riding, Mm -hmm. um, biking for like trail bike, like mountain Mm -hmm. biking, Mm -hmm. kayaking, paddleboarding, pickleball for fun with your friends. I know Mm -hmm. that's a hot thing right now. You know, Mm -hmm. any of that, any, all of that is movement. It gets your body moving, which makes it healthier in the long run. Right. You know, so it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have, you don't have to pay for a gym. You can do it at home. There's so many free workouts online. YouTube is great for free workouts. Um, There's free yoga, free everything, um, free Pilates. I mean, there's so much stuff you can find online to give yourself something to do. 
And then, you know, if you're someone that's like, well, I just don't like being by myself. I totally get it. Sometimes it's boring working out by yourself. So maybe that's when you find a group of friends. You're like, hey, let's go play pickleball or shoot some hoops at the park or, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. Or have a dance party in your kitchen. Like anything. Um, Just moving your body. It will thank you later. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah. just just play. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if you haven't listened um, already, um, episode four with Nairi, mm-hmm. um, movement, uh, her handle is move with Nairi. She has a whole episode about movement. That's yeah. really awesome. Oh, so if so you good. haven't listened to that, we really encourage you to do so if you're wanting yes. to dive more into that. Yeah, absolutely. Hi friends. I just want to take a quick moment and thank today's sponsor. Flash Marketing Solutions. Flash Marketing Solutions provides full-service website and marketing solutions. They focus on your website so you can focus on your core business. I'll be honest with you, friends. When we first started The Gutsy Truth, the idea of building a website sounded super fun, but quickly became a daunting task. But thanks to Flash Marketing Solutions, they got our website built, freeing up hours of our time to focus on the podcast. If you're ready to be gutsy and need a website for your business or blog or whatever you're hoping to do, we recommend Flash Marketing Solutions. Visit flashmarketingsolutions.com slash gutsy for more information. That's flashmarketingsolutions.com slash gutsy. And right now, all new website clients get the first year of hosting for free. Thank you so much, Flash Marketing Solutions. If you are enjoying the podcast and want to support our mission to empower and inspire people everywhere, we would love for you to consider becoming a Patreon member. By supporting us on Patreon, you are helping us to continue to create valuable content and build a supportive community for listeners like you who are choosing to live a gutsy life. Visit thegutsytruth.com slash support to learn more. Yeah. Okay, next one. Sleep. Sleep. Mm Mm-hmm. Dun dun dun! I feel like this one needs a big one. Sleep, y'all. It's a thing. It's a thing. You need more of it. Yeah. End of story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's they're they don't make up those the the you know the stats of the importance of mm-hmm. sleeping eight to nine hours a night. Like there's right. a reason behind that. I think yeah. Obviously, with twenty four hours a day, like there's a lot that's on everyone's plate. Um, but your body needs to rest. Um, and your body is, you know, naturally wired to slow down and calm down at night. Yep. Um, and so it's, yeah, it's just so important to do it and prioritize that for you. Cause you can be eating super healthy. You can be exercising a lot, but if you're not getting adequate sweet, uh, sleep, mm-hmm. um, then it, you know, you're, it, it, yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't All matter. that stuff kind of doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. It's so important. And there's so many things like, We'll probably have some sleep expert on at some point. Oh, yeah. Um, because the the legit medical reasons you need sleep, mm-hmm. the list is endless. Right. Um, for brain health, for body health, for cardiovascular health, for muscle repair, for, re- I mean, all the things. It just right. goes, like, literally every piece of your body needs rest and restorative mm-hmm. sleep. And so, things Caitlin and I have learned on how to get that restorative sleep. Um, cause I'm an, I'm naturally a night owl. So I have to work on this too. Mm-hmm. You know, earlier I said, I hate the mornings. It's cause I'm naturally a night owl. Yep. Um, and so the, the biggest thing for me and I've noticed is electronics and really shutting down electronics, like a solid hour, hour and a half before yeah. I go to bed. I am nowhere near perfect at this. Let yeah, me tell you, hard. I'm definitely the Insta Pinterest scroller in bed person, sometimes yeah. Netflix. Um, but it's a huge difference. The nights I really shut it down and either read a book or you could just, if you 
must have your phone. Just like play some music or put a podcast on and stick it on your bedside table. And like, don't look at your phone because blue light messes with your circadian rhythm. Mm -hmm. Or if you need to be on your phone or your laptop or tablet because of work or something else, get blue light blocking glasses. Those Mm -hmm. help significantly. And you can turn the settings on your phone and your tablet specifically to like a red background setting or red light setting. Um, cause red light tells your body to shut down and like to start getting ready for sleep. Um, so those are really important things to do. I think, um, you know, like for me personally, that's a big one. Some people, um, it's the meditation right before bed or mm-hmm. five minute sleepy time, like yoga stretches, mm-hmm. which are great. Again, completely free online. You can find, yeah. um, there's so many things, um, that help restore your sleep and get you in sleeping dark room. Dark room is key you know, make sure your mattress is good. You've got good pillows, like you're comfortable. Right. Um, my husband, I sleep in the frigid cold. He prefers it. I mean, I like cold, but not the Arctic like him, (laughs) but whatever you need to do, it's very important because when you don't get sleep, I mean, you, you just feel crummy. Yeah. Yeah. And going back to like really taking the time to like evaluate how you're feeling and how your body, um, feels like sleep if you're having poor sleep, your that's your body communicating that something's wrong. Like if you have insomnia or if you're, you know, whatever, waking up in the middle of the night every night or it just takes you two or three hours to actually fall asleep, like that's not normal and that's your body trying to communicate something to you. Yeah. So talk to someone about that. Talk to your doctor. Try to get some answers. Um, there's a lot of information out there that can help with that. Because um, like looking back for me, like I, I remember in college, like I would – sleep like, like with no effort, like 10 to 12 hours. I could do it easily. Oh, easy. Um, and looking back now, I'm like, oh dang, like my body was trying to tell me that like, I'm not feeling it properly and there's some issues going on. Um, but I just kind of normalized it of like, oh, I just have a busy schedule, life, whatever. Um, and that wasn't really the case. Mm -mm. And so, um, it, it, yeah, again, it's just so important to pay attention to what your body's telling you. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and to, to try to make some steps towards making that better. Yeah. And don't be afraid to, to research some things. Like if you really need, I'm saying, don't, I'm caveating this. Don't rely on these things long term. but in the short term, if you need, there's, you know, like sleepy time teas that are very calming, Mm -hmm. um, that are great. Um, you know, I know there's like, if you need essential oils, you know, like put in like lavender in your room and that kind of stuff. Even if you need to like research to like some CBD oil or something of that nature too. I've heard great success on people who have sleep issues and needing just some help with that. Um, and yeah, so don't, don't be afraid to also research it out a little bit, but I, yeah, like Caitlin mentioned, it's a, like, that's one of your, to me, one of the first big flags, your body's like, I am not, I need help. Something's off. I'm, mm-hmm. I, I need more sleep, but I can't get it. And I don't know why. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, like looking into that further and, and getting that done and it's so good. I mean, for some, I mean, I can, I know a huge difference. If I go two nights in a row of six or less hours of sleep, I'm everything's off yeah. the day three mentally, physically, everything yeah. emotionally. I'm just way off. Um, yeah. Again, we are not 100% perfect. I'm going to say this with oh, everything. Gosh, no. We are still a work in progress. <laughs> yep. Like I said, I still have my nights of Pinterest scrolling till yep. midnight when yep. I shouldn't be. <laughs> um, but it's at least you can help start the process to know there's a way to feel better exactly. in little ways. Exactly. And not to normalize something that you've yeah. normalized for so long. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So good. Okay. That brings us to our last point. 
stress. Stress. <laughs> stress. Everyone <laughs> deals with it. It is not fun. Um, yeah. yeah. But we've normalized it too much. Yes. Society has. Oh, it's stressful. I mean, what's the thing? Well, you know, I've talked about this a million times. You know, you see a friend at the grocery store or whatever, you run into your neighbor. Hey, how's it going? Oh, it's good. It's busy. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the common answer. Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm so guilty of it. And I need to change that still, too. Yeah. But it's like, how about, can we all, can we have a different response? Like, right. yeah, I'm great. Things are awesome. Thanks for asking, you mm-hmm. know, anything, like anything, but it's busy. Um, right. Yeah. That, yeah. the hustle culture is yeah. just, it's getting Exhausting. old. It's getting old. It's and frustrating. That's I, w- I want to, I want to build up the, the, a culture of peace mm, yeah. and, um, being still, mm-hmm. whatever that means, like for you, whether that's just like sitting still and meditating or just, you know, taking a moment to like stare at the stars yeah. or the sunrise or whatever it might be. Like stillness is so underrated. Oh my gosh. It's yeah. just like, we got to move a mile a minute. We just got to move, got to move and we got to yeah. hustle. Cause if we hustle, we're going to miss out or we're not going to get this. Or we're not going to make the money, whatever, whatever. And that just gets old and you can't sustain that. Oh no. Um, I've, I've crashed and burned hardcore. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think so many of us have dealt with burnout in so many different ways. Um, so I think part of that is, um, setting boundaries, mm-hmm. um, figuring out what you need. Yeah. So is that turning your phone off a do or turning it on to do not disturb at like seven o'clock at night, mm-hmm. whatever that might be. Right. Is that, you know, saying no to hanging out with friends on a Friday night? Cause you just want to be home. Yeah. Um, or is that, you know, like what we're like carving out time to have a girl's weekend, mm-hmm. um, or spend time with family, like what, whatever that is. So just setting boundaries for yourself. And I think part of that is knowing what fills your bucket. Like mm-hmm. we love asking our guests, like what fills your bucket? Yeah. Um, it's just so fun to see like everyone's different um, responses. And I think it's so important. Like I know early on when my husband and I were dating trying to figure out like, he really enjoyed to like feel loved and feel supported versus what I, what I needed. And just like knowing what we could do for each other when we know we were kind of at a, at our limit and needed some, some time and whatnot. And so, um, yeah, like focusing on joy. Oh yes. And, um, episode three, right. Dr. Leanne rushing. Yep. Um, one of her five things of pieces of advice is vitamin joy. Love She's it. coined the term and I yep. love it. We um, still need to make shirts. Yes. Vitamin joy shirts. I'm in, let's make them. Um, yeah. So yeah. Find more vitamin joy for sure in your life. Mm-hmm. So what makes you happy? Like Caitlin said, is that still moments reading a book, being by yourself, listening to the na- nature sounds mm-hmm. of nature? Um, is that hanging out with friends Some people that is a de-stress for depending if you're introvert or extrovert, right. some people want, you know, people to be around. Is it hanging out with friends or family? Is that going on an adventure? You know, whatever that looks like for you, just do more of it. You know, back to that hustle culture. It's, I think, I think the pandemic has helped change the mindset somewhat like a good, I would say that a good bit about people realizing work-life balance and life, life means way more than work. Yeah. Um, but still, it's still to this day, people don't use all their vacation time and, you know, fully take off when they say I'm out of office. Can you really put your email away and not worry about work? Right it's still kind of hard because right. you're, it's right there in your phone and in your pocket. Right. And so, and stress from just like a, a health perspective. Um, I mean, everyone knows like when you feel stressed, everything about you feels off. Right. Mm-hmm. But it is now being linked more and more because it's chronic. It's become yeah. a chronic illness, lack of a better term mm-hmm. stress has. 
And when you're in chronic stress, your body's full of inflammation, which leads to a multitude of chronic illnesses and diseases. And I mean, just think of the one simple thing of, I, I just love this statistic is when you feel, when you're stressed, it reduces, um, the stomach acid in your stomach obviously that's where it is by mm-hmm. 70%, 70 or 80% is the number. And that just disrupts so much in your digestive system process, which then just, dis- I mean, like the, the list goes down, like it rolls right. down the hill of what, how it all disrupts everything. Right. Well, you're like, your body is designed to have stress and respond to stress for, from way back in the day of, you know, like you're being chased by a bear or a tiger or something. And you need that to like, in initiate your fight and flight response. Right. Um, but when you're constantly in that state, that's what leads to burnout. And yeah. that's what leads to so much else. Right. Because your body can't differentiate stressful thoughts versus actual, like actual danger stress of right. your body. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's something, yeah. I mean, Caitlin, and I've been there. I've, I've crashed bad, um, a few years ago on um, just a perfect storm of life happened. And I mean, it, it wrecked my body in so many ways and it was awful on my mental health. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's definitely something you have to stop. You just have to stop and you yeah. have to say what is better for me at this moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. And sometimes that leads to saying no to a lot of things. Right. And it kind of makes you find out who your real friends are. Yeah. Um, and who your, your support system is because it's not that you don't like your friends. It's just sometimes going meeting them up for dinner and doing that. It's just one more thing on your plate that day and you just can't handle it. You just need to be home in some quiet space and that's okay too. Right. Yeah. One of the things that I've been trying to do, um, cause I think some, so often we can just run from one thing to the next and just like, here's your full calendar of of the day that you've got to just go, go, go. Yeah. And so I've tried to get in a habit of like, if I'm on my way to somewhere or leaving a meeting or whatever it might be, just to sit in my car for five minutes turn some meditation music on and breathe mm. for five minutes. Such a good idea. And like, I'm def- I definitely want to do it a lot more than I have been. It might just be one or two times a week, um, but I can feel the difference. Mm-hmm. And it's just five minutes. Five minutes. Five minutes. And that five minutes is not going to make or break, you know, anything other part of my day. No. Um, and so you just, you just got to carve it out um, mm-hmm. and try to try to make steps to do that. And I think the other part with that too is, I think every category that we've touched on so far, it's like taking a step back and just evaluating how you feel. Yeah. So if, if you're living through a really stressful season, like is the, is it time to make a change? Yeah. Is it, is this, is this job worth the stress? Mm-hmm. Is the relationship worth the stress? Are, are there some financial issues? Do you need to go talk to someone to help you, you know, um, work through things? Right. Um, do you need to, you know, start counseling? Yeah. You know, all of that is valid. Mm-hmm. And, um, and if, if you need to make a change, like do it and you're going to bounce back and it's going to work out and, you know, things happen for a reason and, and just make the change because you should not live in a constant state of stress forever. Yeah. Like number one, life's too short. Mm, yes, <laughs> Life uh, is too short. Yeah. Um, and we, you, we want, we, we want you to be doing something that's really just filling your bucket and bringing you joy because I truly believe when you show up healthy and happy with a full bucket walking into your purpose, the impact you can make on the world is truly amazing. Oh yes, absolutely. And so I feel like you have a choice, like live this stressful life Mm -hmm. or move towards something that's going to really be meaningful. Right. Right. And this is not to say there won't be stressful moments in your life. Right. And that's 
a given. This is to say if they're if literally 24/7 you feel overwhelmed and stressed out, that's when you need to take a step back and evaluate what's going on and right. what you might need to change. Right. Um yeah, that's not worth it for anybody to live in that no. state by any means. It's not good for you, it's not good for your health, it's not good for the people around you. You're not showing up as your full self and then showing up for your family and your friends and right. everything and yeah, it's at the in the long game it's not worth it in so many ways. Right. Um yeah, absolutely not. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's just so many little things. Another big thing on stress, breathing. Like you said, you're oh, do, yeah. you're, you're breathing. So mm-hmm. I have two breathing exercises that are really simple to remember. Okay. So one's called the four, seven, eight method. Mm-hmm. So you um, breathe in for four counts, hold it for seven, breathe out for eight. Mm-hmm. And you do that like four times through, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um that's really good. And then one that Leanne Rushing talks about in her episode is the five, five, five. Mm-hmm. Um, you breathe in for five, you breathe out for five, for five minutes. Mm-hmm. And she said that reduces your breaths per minute. Oh, I don't do math y'all. Um, there's an, it reduces your breaths per minute in general, which then slows your, um, parasympathetic yep. system, which then relaxes your body and gets you out of fight and flight. And right. it actually has a lasting impact of, I believe she said six to eight hours. I think so. Something like that. It's yeah, it's a good chunk of a day. So if you do that twice a day, like first thing in the morning, and then when you get home from work, mm-hmm. I mean, that's almost a 24 hours of impact you've yeah. had. Um, and you can do that while you're driving. I've done it. I do right. it while I'm sitting at my desk working or sitting there cooking dinner. Right. Um, and sometimes I do it in the most stressful moments where you think this is the dumbest time to do this breathing right, exercise, right. but it's the time you need it the most. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So for just Google four, seven, eight method and the five, five, five breathing methods. Um, if you don't remember like the, what the numbers stand for, but they, mm-hmm. um, will pull up for you. But yeah, breathing is so underrated. Oh yeah. So underrated and complete. I mean, super impactful. Yeah. So impactful. Right. Yeah. So, and the thing I want to say about a lot of these things that we've talked about is like, especially breathing, like it's free, free, just, it's free to do. You don't have to buy anything. You just need to sit in a space and breathe. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think we can get caught up in like, Oh, we need to buy this. or we need to have this bit of equipment or, you know, have this membership or whatever to be able to accomplish all these things. And that's not the case. No. Mm -mm. Yeah. It's really yeah, not. It's really not. Yeah. So key takeaways from mm-hmm. this episode. Um, food. Yep. Baby steps. Yep. Water. Baby steps. Movement. Baby steps. <laughs> Sleep. Baby steps. And stress. Baby steps. Yeah. Um, so these are all huge areas of your life that you could begin working on today mm-hmm. to just gain so much health and wellness and everything long term. Right. And- you don't have to do them all right now. Nope. You can take one. If you just want to focus on food or just sleep or just movement, whatever you feel like you can handle at this moment, just do that one. Mm-hmm. Do it for a couple months. And then when that feels easy, then add another one and see what you think. Right. And it just takes time. It's okay. Yeah. Like, there's no quick fix. There's no magic pill. Nope. It's just a shift in mindset is really yeah. all it is. And this is something that everyone continues to work Mm -hmm. on. It doesn't matter how long you've been practicing meditation or eating healthy or whatever it might be. Like people are constantly growing and learning because what's going to work well for this season of life is not going to work well for the next. And so 
there every every expert that we follow or we listen to every book that we've read like those people themselves haven't mastered this like this is it's yeah. a constantly changing thing um and so but it's possible mm-hmm. um so we just really want you to take a step back since it's a brand new year and so many opportunities ahead of us um what have you been normalizing in your life mm-hmm. with the food you've been eating the water you may or may not be drinking the movement that you've been um doing um the sleep schedule and and stress like what have you normalized that you don't want to normalize anymore um and yeah pick that thing focus on it and make it happen um because you can do it you can you can and you deserve it oh absolutely a hundred percent yeah and just one little change can make a huge impact on your life right not your life but the people around you amen yeah exactly yeah so get ready because 2023 is here and we hope these are some helpful tips and tricks to keep you motivated to move in that next step that works for you. Um, And we're so excited that you listened with us today. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Gutsy Truth. We are so thankful to have you here with us and we hope today's episode was helpful and inspiring. Until next time, we encourage you to learn more at thegutsytruth.com and we'd really appreciate it if you left a review on today's episode on your podcast streaming platform of choice. If you are enjoying the podcast and want to support our mission to empower and inspire people everywhere, we would love for you to consider becoming a Patreon member. By supporting us on Patreon, you are helping us to continue to create valuable content and build a supportive community for listeners like you who are choosing to live a gutsy life. Visit thegutsytruth.com support to learn more. And until next time, that's the gutsy truth.